You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. TC, what you got? So there are two Harry Potter-esque headlines that I would like your opinion on. Um, Different ones. They are in the they are highlighted because the 20th anniversary of the Harry Potter films is now and the 20th anniversary special has just dropped on HBO Max. I have watched it. I don't know if you have seen it. It's quite extraordinary. I have not. Harry Potter very very big in our house. I went to the movies. I didn't read the books, but I'm the only one in our house who didn't. Yeah. Everybody read and loved them. Although um when did it drop? The HBO Max. Yeah. Uh uh like a this within this week, I think. Oh, okay, because I I was I was wondering if it dropped before Christmas, no. it seems like the sort of thing we definitely would have watched together, much like so- certain of us watched Get Back. Yes, you watched Get Back. All right, so here are the two headlines which are getting attention. One is that uh, John Stewart, uh, in his podcast, evidently, a m- few months ago, maybe a month ago, made some joke about Harry Potter. And because Harry Potter is now in the news with his 20th anniversary, Newsweek comes up with this headline, John Stewart accuses J.K. Rowling of anti-Semitism and Harry Potter. He made a joke about the uh, goblins being you know, un- underground and, and were, they, you know, the, the, were they the Jews was what he was saying. Do you know what? Do you have any audio of that? No, I don't have the audio of it. I have the audio of his reaction to it, which just came out now. So here's what he said in regard to being accused. But I need to know what did he say originally? Because because I know your second story. Your oh. second story is Emma Watson, and everything has to be offered here with precision. In her case, she had an Instagram posting. That was regarded by some as anti-Semitic. Oh, we'll gotta, get to that one. You want to get to that one? Really parse it to to understand the nuance of all of this. Do you want to start curious. with Emma, Emma Watson? No, no, no. I don't want to throw you off. I I just want to know specifically. You're about to give me his response. I want to know what did he say originally? Okay, this is the quote. Here's how you know the Jews are still where they are. Stewart said in the episode before, explaining that he had discussed how the goblins' resemblance to anti-Semitic caricatures is obvious, but most people don't acknowledge it. I just want to show you a caricature. And they're like, oh, look at that. That's from Harry Potter. And you're like, no, that's a caricature of a Jew from an anti-Semitic piece of literature. J.K. Rowling was like, hey, can we get these guys to run our bank? And everyone was like, wizards. It's just so weird. Meaning it Gringotts. It Gringotts, exactly. So here, I saw the exterior location of Gringotts. Did you? Yeah, we did a Harry Potter tour 15 years ago. Of course you did. Yeah. Here's his reaction. This is, this is bonkers, guys. So if you remember like a month ago, I recorded one of the podcasts with Henrik and Jay, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we were bullshitting about all kinds of stuff. And we started talking about bar mitzvahs. And then Jay uh, said something like he, he did a funny riff on it. Like, uh, what chapter of Harry Potter was that? And we went off on a Harry Potter thing, right? Mm -hmm. 
there is no reasonable person that could have watched it and not seen it as a lighthearted conversation amongst colleagues and chums uh, <laughs> having a larf, in, enjoying ourselves uh, uh, about Harry Potter and my experience watching it for the first time in a theater as a Jewish guy and and how some tropes are so embedded in society that they're uh, basically invisible, even in a considered process like movie making, right? Absolutely. So um, we did that a month ago. A month ago. So like two COVID mutations ago, back when we were still in like beta world or whatever, wherever we were, this is a month ago. This morning I wake up, it's trending on Twitter. And here's the headline from Newsweek. Jon Stewart accuses J.K. Rowling, 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 J.K. Rowling of anti-Semitism. So let, let me let me just say this, like super clearly, as clearly as I can. Uh, can I get a close up? All right, You're in control of your own camera. Right. Bring your I'm face in. I'm in control in. of my close up. All right, let me get Camera this. one. Hello. Uh, my name is John Stewart. I do not think J.K. Rowling is anti-Semitic. I did not accuse her of being anti-Semitic. I do not think that the Harry Potter movies are anti-Semitic. I really love the Harry Potter movies. Probably too much for a gentleman of my considerable age. Uh, so I would just like to say that none of that is true and not a reasonable person could not have looked at that conversation and not found it lighthearted. So let me say this instead to Newsweek. Um, your business model is fucking arson. Okay, well, what does he really think? So, so he's fired so up. So there's that. He is fired I know, up. I know, I know exactly. I can picture the banker at Gringotts. All of them. Right. I, and I know what he's speaking of. And I, I frankly, I, I like the way that he said it originally. And I like the way he revisited it. Is it necessarily anti-Semitic on her part? No. But it's there. But it is definitely, definitely there. Now, here's where it isn't, in my point, in my opinion. Did you want to say something else? No, I didn't know if you wanted me to to set up the Emma Watson or you. I, yeah, I'm looking no. at you. You have it in front of you. Go. I have it right in front of me. And TC, I have it in front of me from Al Jazeera. Oh, well, guess what? So there you Good go. Good job. <laughs> I have it from Al Jazeera because their coverage is is the most extensive. The official Instagram account of British actress Emma Watson has expressed solidarity with Palestinians in a new post eliciting widespread support from pro-Palestinian users, but also drawing strong criticism from Israeli officials. The account of the film star, known for her role as Hermione Granger in the Harry Potter films, shared a picture on Monday from a pro-Palestinian rally with the phrase, Solidarity is a verb. It's actually a quote from Sarah Ahmed. If you look at Emma Watson's Instagram post, and it reads like this. Solidarity does not assume that our struggles are the same struggles or that our pain is the same pain or that our hope is for the same future. Solidarity involves commitment and work as well as the recognition that even if we do not have the same feelings or the same lives or the same bodies, we do live on common ground. 
The picture was originally posted in May last year by the Bad Activism Collective after Israel carried out an 11-day deadly offensive on the besieged Gaza Strip. At the time, a number of celebrities had weighed in on the conflict with figures such as Bella Hadid and Susan Sarandon posting messages in support of the Palestinians. In the caption, there is a quote from British-Australian activist Sarah Ahmed saying, and I've already read to you the whole quote, The post, which by Tuesday had nearly one million likes and more than 89,000 comments, was hailed by pro-Palestinian social media users. Many thanked Watson for her support, while some added the hashtag Free Palestine or Palestine will be free. On the other hand, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad Erdan, criticized the post. All right, so this now is... Israel's ambassador to the U.N. responding to Hermione Granger, Emma Watson. And I like this. I think this is exactly the way to respond, if coming from Israel's perspective. Fiction may work in Harry Potter, but it does not work in reality. If it did, the magic used in the wizarding world could eliminate the evils of Hamas, which oppress women and seek the annihilation of Israel, and the PA, Palestinian Authority, which supports terror. I would be in favor of that. So that was Israel's ambassador to the United Nations. Now, the person who took it a step too far, in my view, is the former Israeli ambassador to the UN, the former Israeli ambassador to the UN, Danny Danan. Danan Danan, I think is how it's pronounced. What did he tweet? Quote, 10 points from Gryffindor for being an anti-Semite. Again, to remind you, what did Emma Watson say or do? She posted a photograph of Palestinian protesters with a sign in front that said, Solidarity is a verb. But to him, that's anti-Semitic. To simply say solidarity is a verb in the context of the Palestinians is anti-Semitic. And to me, that then waters down the very lethal charge of anti-Semitism. Because the next person who makes a charge of anti-Semitism, you're going to remember, I'm going to remember, Danny Danan. I'm going to think, is it anti-Semitism? I'm not sure. Because after all, in that case, that guy said Emma Watson was anti-Semitic, and she clearly was not. She clearly was not. So, two points for um, Slytherin. Two points for Slytherin. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.